How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the Pan Geekery Podcast, a weekly live video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all diverse perspective. And we talk about TV, film, movies, I said that already, video games, and all the things surrounding every nook and cranny of fandom. My name is Earl. Uh, I'm an actor, improviser, based in Los Angeles, California, and um, my favorite artificial color is blue. Or my favorite um, artificial flavor is blue, I should say. Oh, God. It was like, like artificial what? color. I'm pretty sure the sky is blue naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm Jennifer Zhang. I'm an actor, writer, uh, gamer, model, and artist. And um, I love, actually, I really love blue Jolly Ranchers as well. Blue raspberry. <clears throat> Right. And mystery flavor, so white mystery flavor from Airheads. That is a pretty good one, the white mystery flavor. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Hey guys, my name is Caitlin Fay. I'm a writer, director, actor, and a singer. And I'm not sure I understand the question. You're asking for our favorite artificial, artificial flavor f- color. Yeah. What does that mean, though? I mean, I don't know. Like, this is the first time I came to. I didn't think about uh, a question before. I don't either, really so. know what that. Okay. Well, I'll just yep. go ahead and say blue. I guess also like blue raspberry. <laughs> And then also the white, yeah, like the, um, the, you know, airheads, they have the secret white flavor. What's your favorite flavor of gummy bear? Yeah. Mm, Now I know what you're saying. Yeah. All of them. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Like what is the color of the, like the white gummy bear? I don't even know. The white one is Uh, actually pineapple, but. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Hey guys, I'm Walter. I'm an act. (laughs) an actor camera guy adventurer and combat vet and my favorite artificial flavor would be uh i guess whatever the mandarin orange they use for gatorade oh i like the the white the white yeah the white one frost yeah frost flavor i like the blue ones so i just like the ice blue the icy blue ones the icy blue ones specifically all the blue things (laughs) <laughs> anyway thanks everybody for uh for joining us i uh, just want to say what's up to everybody in chat right now um thanks for joining us um in chat where is my chat there it is vicky Wynn. Just no there. she's like i learned that the airhead mystery flavor is just whatever the batch they had left over at the time really wow. i so didn't know that like vicky. Stuff. Uh, i did cool. not know that it always tastes yeah. the same to me it tastes the same to me yeah it's like and a that's like sweet kind of confirmation bias or something <laughs> like, <laughs> who knows you know? who knows uh, so as you all can see, we are still social distancing, but uh, do hit us up in the chat. Feel free to drop us a line and we will get to your question and or comment as soon as we can. Uh, do uh, check out our new stream schedule that is up on our Twitch. Uh, we do have several streams over the course of the week that you can enjoy almost every day of the week. So yeah, join us uh, in one or all of them if you want. Um, uh, do support us by throwing us a sub. Uh, if you do have um, Amazon Prime, it's free for you, but we still get a kickback. We have some Amazon affiliate li- links and um, the tip jar from Stream Elements. So yeah, if your heart so moves you, uh, please do hit us up. So today we are going to talk a few th- about a few things, um, a few geeky things. Uh, first of all, we do have a special guest today, Neo Edmund. We're going to talk to him for a little bit um, later on. Um, the first episode of Penny Dreadful, City of Angels, just dropped, um, and we're going to check that out. So we're going to talk about that. Well, we did check that out before this, but we're going to talk about it. And uh, finally, we're going to talk about the first game you ever fell in love playing. Mm. Hmm. I didn't even think about that. Anyway, um, without further ado, wait, we didn't we didn't talk about how everybody's doing. Are we going to talk about that? No, I didn't think we were. No one So... <laughs> Uh, without further ado, let's let's go into our main topics. Topics. Um, Neo, are you ready? I am ready. Cool. I uh, just want to introduce Neo Edmund. Uh, Neo is a best best selling author, screenwriter, and comic comic book writer and actor. And um, you, his best selling novel series, The Red Riding Alpha Huntress Chronicles, is currently mm-hmm. in development to become a live action TV series. Wow. Thank you uh, for, for joining us, Neo. Oh, thanks for having me. This is for awesome. Sure. I've been, I mean, Rodney's been trying to get me in forever. And uh, I guess this works now because we have a place <laughs> to go. We're right. all stuck. So. How do you guys know each other? I'm curious. We met originally uh, in college. And what? English classes together, yeah. That's so cute. Oh, uh, yeah. And you guys are still friends? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. 
Definitely. That's cute. Oh, it's adorable. So uh Neo, um, what got you into writing? Um, I just always loved writing since like I was a kid, basically. I always just wanted to tell stories and um I wrote some stories in high school and they were never really received very well by my right. English teachers because you know, oh. they were weird or abstract or or Miss Blevins in 11th grade. Ha, how you like me now? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Do you like the content of what you wrote or uh, how you just, wrote it? I think some of the stuff I wrote was a little maybe edgier than they wanted for an 11th grade or a 10th grade. Or a oh, grade. edgy. Yeah. What do you mean by edgy? Yeah, what's edgy? Yeah. You know, like I wrote a lot of horror stuff back then, a lot oh. of monster stuff. In fact, <laughs> a, a story that I actually wrote and I think it was 11th grade, um, I just actually repitched it to uh, Storm King, which is a company I'm working with. That's John Carpenter's company. Oh, uh, nice. That story, actually, I'm writing the comic script for right now is going to be in the next year's um, Tells for Halloween Night, which mm, is nice. uh, presented by John Carpenter. So that's a story I wrote back then, and my English teacher was like, are you crazy? What's wrong with you, kid? And how you like me now, Miss Blevins? <laughs> haters gonna hate. Yeah, exactly. And haters so, gonna potate. <laughs> You know, so uh, that's how it goes. Who are your uh, who are your guys growing up? You're the the authors that you like hung, kind of clung on to. Oh, geez, I I grew up reading a lot of uh, well, Ari Salvatore because I love nice dragons. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. Uh, Bob Salvatore, he's such an incredibly cool guy too. Driss Doerden, man. Yeah, the Dritz and stuff, and then a lot of Dragonlance and that kind of stuff. Oh, but, you just uh, said the oh, magic words. You just words. said the magic you just words. Said, uh, Earl, off. Earl just felt it's a tingle. like a brain gas. Yeah. Right now. I know. Give him ASMR. He loves yeah. Dragonlance. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Tracy yeah. yeah. grew up reading that Margaret stuff. Reese. So. Because I play, play Dungeons and Dragons. That's all we did in high school. Well, we found out so on the great. stream on Tuesday that Earl's ideal partner is a dragon. So, ah, or, or maybe that was, go. was I not allowed to? Okay, never mind. Oh, well, was that, <laughs> that a secret? <laughs> that was behind the, the scene? The characteristics of a dragon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants someone who can fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Oh, never mind. I, can really I was going to say something, but. No, no, no. Walter, don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up to Vicky Wynn and Vic Chi Winna in the chat? Ooh, oh, Vicar, the Vicks Wynn. are here. The Vicks, Vic <laughs> Wynn and Vic Chi Winna. Vicky's so, here. Neo, I'm reading on your bio that you've actually been an actor before, right? You started. Uh, back in the day, yeah, when I was young and my dark so, years. <laughs> you were in Buffy? What? what was that about? Uh, that was a lot of background monster stuff I was doing. Oh, oh. my God. Wait, what kind what? of monster play? That was a long time ago. No, so, no, no, no. You're going to talk about no, it. Now you have to talk <laughs> about it. You, you about put it. Buffy on your bio. You're yeah. going to have to talk about it. Well, because there, there was, you know, <laughs> I was like doing all this that crazy, stupid stunt work on Power Rangers. And then oh, that's kind so of cool. just wow. transitioned into that. So like the original it, Power Rangers? Yeah, my name is MMPR. Yeah, wow. the Putty Patrol. <laughs> So that's so cool. I was so a putty patroller. Would... <laughs> no way. Yeah. Did you get so to they, they, out when I was a kid? They, they, they shot some of that stuff here then? Like, uh, all of Mighty Morphin and the original right. was shot here up in like uh, basically up near Magic Mountain. Right, right, right. Uh, oh, nice. A lot of it was shot up in those areas and uh, just up in the hot, blazing, hot ass desert. Oh, <laughs> so wow. you would yeah, shoot the stuff. Those hills. With like the non-combat, um, I mean the non, the non-henshin rangers, right? Is that yeah. Stuff? So I mean, it was a lot of like the, uh, you know, the the they were out of costume. In the first two right. seasons, they were using all the all the Japanese footage from Super Sentai, um, yeah. for the, uh, and then they started actually transitioning into some of the footage. But you can tell when you watch the show, like the old grainier footage was the the old show, and then right, right, right. So, right. but then like when the rangers were like just hanging out in the park, you know. It's like, yeah, they keep getting jumped in the park for the buddies. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. You know. Were you a demon on Buffy? Like one of those baddies? Who, uh, who did you play? There's a lot of background monsters. So, so you, of, you played a bunch of different characters, basically. Just on maybe a dozen episodes or so, I guess. I don't know. That so, sounds like a lot to me. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. 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 A lot. But it was so, all background work, right? Well, I mean, it was like there was combats you know like right. fight, fight stuff and everything so yeah, your, did you get your sag or uh or after out of it 
Yeah, that was a long time ago, though. So that was a different world, man. So it's very different now. Yeah, because Power Rangers was a non-union show, and that was a big complication with the union. Really? Um, wow. wow. Interesting. Yeah, that's a so whole. Different. That's a whole. Yeah, it's kind of a giant mess. I never knew that. <laughs> it was a yeah. It was terrible. So um, yeah. yeah. So nobody ever got any royalties off that, but Mr. Simon got rich. So <laughs> he did. <Absolutely. laughs> yeah, yeah, billionaire. You know, but. So, anyways, 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 your best selling novel series, uh, right? Red Riding Alpha Huntress Chronicles, yes, <laughs> yes, Red Riding Alpha, Alpha Huntress, Huntress Chronicles, right? So, which is right behind you, in your yes, yeah, so it is a second, collection. first book, second book, third book yeah. up there. <laughs> when did you start creating that, and how did you get inspired to write that? Um. Yeah, how I got inspired, I don't know. I had this idea of like red writing is like trans having the power to transform into a werewolf and really mm. getting into that and figuring out what that means. And then it was like, well, it's not just a werewolf like a monster, it's more like a superpower, you know? And then, right, and then just started developing the story. But actually, that um, English class that one of the English classes that Rodney and I were together in <laughs> actually workshopped the first chapter or two of the first book way oh, back cool. then so mm. so yeah rodney would have given me uh notes and feedback all the way back then so <laughs> that's way wow. and, Probably, and now it's going to be turned into a show we're working on a thing yes so there's a th i can't get into the details right now good luck so, but that's it, so cool yeah. we should be looking forward to it i hope so we're so close yeah. i mean we were, were super close on things and right now hollywood's in a weird shutdown Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's Definitely. a lot happening like this a lot of meetings that look like this so um <laughs> well, everybody's just sort of adjusting to the new reality of how things would, are working do you have a preference for live action or animation adaptation of your novels uh i mean for this particular project we definitely want it to be live action so mm -hmm. i have another one i'm doing with storm king right now called grimstown terror tales the, uh, it's a graphic novel series and that's definitely looking towards animation that's cool. And, uh, the first issue that's we well, we were going to drop it on Free Comic Day, which is in uh, was supposed to be next weekend. Or yeah, this, I know. This weekend, well, I used this to go Saturday, to Free Comic Book Day. this Saturday. So um, yeah, I mean it was everywhere. It's at every comic shop. It was just this mm -hmm. amazing thing. And this year it's not happening. So yeah. Um, it sucks. A lot of things aren't happening. A lot of things yeah, aren't exactly. happening. So. Yeah, <laughs> Comic Con just got canceled. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I do. I go to like, like 20, 25 cons a year, you know, right? Yeah. Exhibit as a man. LA yeah. Comic Con still hasn't officially canceled, so we'll see. Really? We'll yeah. see. Anime Expo canceled. I mean, right now, yeah, the, Anime Expo I think canceled. the convention center is literally like a triage, like mobile hospital right now. Gosh. <laughs> like, so yeah. I don't. And they're going to have to disinfect that. Like, yeah. Right. That's a yeah, lot exactly. of uh, surface area. So right now, it's more about keeping people alive than doing cons, I guess. So. Absolutely. As much yeah. as it sucks, but yeah, is what it is. So I can download your books on my Kindle, right, and just read from the comfort of my home. Sure, I could. I could send you some Kindle for. Oh well, <laughs> well, hooking it up. I need money nowadays, so it would be nice to get. A book for free, <laughs> no pressure. I can no pressure. Up with some 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 Kindle files, yeah. Yay! Them, so. Oh, awesome. Yeah, why not? Just so. Uh, yeah, so I guess even now you couldn't even since you're sort of talking to producers about that, like you couldn't even we couldn't even talk to you about like dream casting. Uh, or, could, I mean, or could you? We could talk about dream casting, but I mean, mm -hmm. since it's like it's like an action adventure kind of thing, but it's like a younger cast. I don't, you know. They so it's to, a young adult novel, right? Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, Red's like 17 in the first book, you know, so. Mm -hmm. So mean, your main character is a female? Yeah. Well, it's Red That's Red pretty Red. cool. Yeah, it's Red Yeah. Red. Well, yeah. I, I just, um, I like it when men write female protagonists because I feel like it doesn't happen a lot. I mean, it does happen, but like, I just appreciate when a female character is like a lead in anything, I guess you could say. Of course. That makes <laughs> sense. I just, I'm always like, oh, the lead's a girl. But because it's kind of in now after um, Hunger right. Games, kind yeah, of. exactly. The, the, the idea that a sci-fi fantasy movie could have a bankable female lead is something that's only happened within the past 10 years or so, if not yep. less than that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I Alien and Aliens. It. I don't know why it didn't continue on after that. But wasn't that <laughs> character originally written as a man? 
and then they mm-hmm. decided to was cast. It? Yeah, yeah, it was um, a cast member choice. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, then, like, awesome. Alien 3 happened and, like, killed the series. And then it just like, killed it for the next 20 years. And then Alien 3 happened, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, we won't talk about so it. So Dreamcast. I, I, I'll just cry. I know. Yeah, <laughs> true. Alien 3. <laughs> okay, so Dreamcast then. Okay, not, <laughs> right, right, right. Because we don't know it's younger, so let's go with, So like, not Jennifer If you were making this in yeah. early 2000s. It's, it's true. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. With, uh, <laughs> but Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. <laughs> With like these younger skewed casting, they usually go for like unknowns, you know. So true, right. yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's some characters in there, you know. There's that. There's definitely some like some of the older adult characters, you know. There's this sort of goblin monster guy who's a minion of the villain. And, you know, uh, I, every well, time we're in a room, I'm like, we got to get Mark Hamill, and they're like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> like, uh, so, yeah, uh, can we? <laughs> but I can mean, you? it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you actually, you know, have a deal going with you know a network then that becomes a different thing but or how about let's do this let's go with the 80s let's if you're doing an 80s cast of this oh yeah <laughs> only 80s oh celebrities i just remember too in the 80s they like they had Oops. like 20 plus or even sometimes right. 25 and older playing 18 year old or right who would kid. who from the 80s would be a badass like Red Riding with werewolf superpowers from the eighties. From the eighties, good. Yeah. Well, let Teenage me check actor? my memories. Yeah, yeah eighties exactly. or nineties. How about eighties or nineties? Eighties or nineties. The writer, oh. maybe. If it was nineties, it would have been uh, Jessica Alba because Dark Angel. Oh. Dark Angel. Actually, Dark Angel came out in two thousand, so that would probably would have been like yeah, like early two thousands. Yeah. Well, she would have been younger. At, yeah, yeah, exactly. So she was already young in Dark Angel. She was like twenty tops. But she was she, super young. Yeah. But his character her first thing was like oh, the seventeen. Yeah. Mm. Flipper. I, I don't know. Who, like, who was the quintessential <laughs> female? Alicia Silverstone work. No, she was. I think she was too typecast already. It as, will be yeah. like Winona Ryder. Mm. Hold on, we don't even know what his character's like. Like, how would we know? What would we know? That's a good segue. Yeah. Like, about this, what is your, your character, character about? Yeah. Uh, Red Riding Hood. Well, this story, I mean, this is like a, it's an action adventure reimagining of Red Riding Hood. Basically, she returns to her hometown looking for her grandma, trying to find out who she is, learn about her forgotten past. And when she gets there, she finds out she has these, uh, she has to rise up and become this alpha huntress with, with these like sort of mystical badass superpowers. The thing is, she doesn't necessarily want to. So it's all very thrust upon her, you know, like, oh, you're going to be this hero. And she's like, I literally just came here looking for my grandma and trying to find my family. And now you expect me to be a superhero and fight these evil monsters. Not really down with that, but, you know, she's a badass and she perseveres and, you know, so she's fearless, but. Okay. Constantly, no, you know, I, I was going to ask. <laughs> that tells me all I need to know. I don't know. Uh, I can see her playing like a. A rebellious, or no, not rebellious. Really. This, this was, all kind of points okay. back to the problem Unlikely that there weren't a lot of like no, exactly. badass female yeah. characters. Exactly. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. True, 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 and, yeah. and that's that's shifting finally. Right. Finally, but, yeah. You know. I was going to ask, um, I, I unfortunately haven't read your series yet, but uh, so the main yeah. character, when she like begrudgingly comes into her powers, like what exactly does that look like? Does it follow like the trajectory of like Spider-Man where he like has an awkward like puberty phase where he gets into his superpowers or is it something that's like more like naturally? Yeah, so there's actually, so the alpha, the, the, the power of the alpha, there's mm-hmm. like other people that could have potentially received the power it's mm-hmm. like there's the male love interest his name's wolfgang helheim and uh Ooh. and then there's this other character named i see there who's this like sort of rich bitch evil you know <laughs> wannabe that wants the powers for herself and there's there's a scene i don't want to give away too much but she's literally trying to force red to transform into this like uh into mm. her, her power so that they can actually like, steal her powers from her mystically um mm. And it's a very big, crazy scene. So, but our werewolves, the, the way we, we're trying to like, we've had a lot of different artists go at it and just trying to figure out how to make a werewolf not look like, like monstery so much is like, like, uh, like if you were going to dress werewolf? up as like a badass, like red riding right. werewolf and go to Comic-Con, you know, like mm-hmm. can cosplay that. Like, what would right. it look like, you know, yeah, yeah. where it's still like, it's not like 
monstery and hairy and like more princess mononoke we don't want a thundercat exactly (laughs) yeah less thundercats exactly (laughs) (laughs) thundercats but we don't want her to look like thundercats okay thunder thunder we don't want her to look like hasbro comes after you (laughs) oh man especially like panthro yeah (laughs) you're like what that's exciting wow this just that's super cool real like right. so i'm so excited i'll have to send whoever wants copies i'll send you guys some stuff and you can read yeah, it yeah, yeah. i want to read them this again. i'm reading more now it. so yes yeah and so come back and do this again sometime later yeah so you're a press junket sorry <laughs> you go and get back. It. <laughs> yeah um so you're friends with marv wolfman yeah who created like teen titans and yeah Blade. yeah yeah like what's you guys' no big deal do you guys like um edit each other's scripts like what's <laughs> going on um i have met him originally we, we used to have this la networking group called comic book sunday and it was this like group of professional like comic and film industry people that got together every like one month one sunday a month and drank beer and hung out nice and it became this big it started out with just a bunch of guys like maybe 12 13 guys and then it blew up to like the 200 people showing up you know and <laughs> wow. it, was, it was amazing so and i met mark there originally um and then we uh we became friends and we actually worked together on one script uh it did not get produced but he had gotten hired uh to write the script for uh china film group um and he was working on epic mickey 2 and he like literally called me up one day and he's like, Hey, you want to co-write this thing with me? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was super nerve wracking to work with him at first. But, um, you know, once I got through that first like week of it, you know, then it got really fun. So yeah. So yeah, Marv's a super cool guy. So it's speaking of Ronnie's met met him, right? (laughs) Like at my house. Yeah. He's, Mm -hmm. he's nodding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, talking about like going that track of writing, like, so, what would you say to people that are interested in, you know, starting writing novels and or young adult novels? Like, how do you start that process? Even like, do you do you do the outline? Do you do characters first? You know, or what's I mean, your process? It, my process, well, um, it's it's going to be different for everyone. So it's like you know, it starts out with an idea. For me, it's like I'll have an idea and then I'll like sit there and just free write and mess around with it and see like, is this just an idea or is it a is an actual story is it a book you know and because a lot of times we start out we're like i got this great idea and then you just start writing and then you're like you know a little ways in you're like i don't know if there's a story here so much as an an idea that sounded cool at the time you know so you really i, need I to, get that <laughs> yeah so i mean i think it really is about like you know starting with that free writing process and then figuring out what you know what works and then outlining and figuring out the characters it's such a Writing a novel is like a process of insanity. I don't know why anybody would ever. Why do people do it? I don't honestly know. It's just a thing you're compelled to do. do You're just compelled to do it. When I was a kid, I used to sit down and be like, I'm going to write a novel and I'm going to start today. And I'm going to finish in a month. <laughs> like Nano I was a fucking dumbass. Yeah, like, I was like yeah. 11. I was like, I'll finish this in a month. Sure, yeah. It'll Didn't take happen. about a month. How long yeah. did you take? I don't know, a month or so. 300 pages, no big deal. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. I didn't even understand how story structure worked, <laughs> let alone have the stamina to write a freaking novel. <laughs> you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, you just yeah. kind of got to start at some point writing. So, and then That's actually awesome, finish. Though. Yeah, you, you actually have to finish a thing. So yeah, do you do NaNoWriMo? Do you believe in that? <laughs> I I am not a Nano. I've never done it. The last few years, I've actually had assignment work going on during Nano. So uh, so it just doesn't uh, happen. Like two years ago, I had I wrote that Pink Power Ranger book for my NaNoWriMo month. Oh really? Oh yeah, exactly. snap! So you have done it. Yeah. So yeah, actually, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> not not, I mean, that was not on, officially it, as part oh, of the it was on, so you it wrote was a on Power Ground. Ranger book. I wrote two, so but that one just happened to fall in the month of November when they they gave me uh, the so those are they, what, junior novelizations. Me, so yeah, it was um they're they're kind of like middle grade but a little edgier. So 
They're really, are they uh, both MMPR novels? or? Yeah, yeah, they're both Mighty Morphin. One is the Pink mm. Ranger, Kimberly, and one is the Yellow Ranger, Trini. Trini. Yeah, Trini. So. Is it yeah. sad I always wanted to be Kimberly <laughs> and not Trini? Well, yeah, oh. I wanted to be Kimberly, too. <laughs> That's what got me into gymnastics. Ah, so I wanted to be there like Kimberly. Yeah. Sample. No, no. Sample. <laughs> do it! <laughs> she needs a neck rest right now. Don't make her do gymnastics. <laughs> I'm waiting for my neck hammock. The male. <laughs> So uh, do you base your characters off people, you know, not generally, no, I just, uh, I don't like traits that they have. Maybe. I don't know. They just <laughs> maybe subconsciously they, they were maybe, I don't know. They sort of come to life for me when I'm just writing. I like to do a lot of free writing with dialogue and just figure out how characters sound when they talk, you know, so mm-hmm. I'll just write pages of dialogue of them just rambling back and forth and, some of it goes in the book yeah. and some most of it goes in the trash you know so are you, are you one of oh sorry oh no go ahead i i was just gonna ask um are you one of those writers that like wait for inspiration and then it all comes out in one go or do you like build a practice of like writing every day even if you don't feel like it i try to write every day though the last month i haven't um <laughs> So you're more uh, of a Stephen King, not a George R. R. Martin. Oh, where you disappear for like? <laughs> well, Stephen King writes every day. Yeah, like he it doesn't every day. it doesn't matter if he's inspired or not. He's like, I'm gonna he write is, my six pages write, today. Yeah, right, exactly. Which, so yeah, yeah. I um, mean, I try to. Lately, a lot of my work has been more like assignment work with publishers I'm working with. So mm-hmm. it's a little, it's in a little That's different cool. space. So it's a, definitely a transition of mindset when. You know, you have an actual deadline and somebody's mm. paying you and, you know, you know, the thing's going to be published for sure because there's already a publisher involved. So, right. Yeah. I just want to shout out to chat really quick. Uh, RIP Tweet Trang, the, uh, you know, I Trini. Know. Trini. Yeah, oh, Trini. 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 I know. And then you got yeah. Vicky Wynn saying. Uh, really, really bad. Was the... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Vicky went in there and made a comment. Kimberly was the dumb dumb, though. Oh, my what? God. What? <laughs> Kimberly? Think she's a what? Dumb dumb. She was a dumb dumb. I, I mean, didn't write her I as didn't a dumb dumb. That's just the comments of saying it. <laughs> in my book, she's not a dumb dumb. So. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. She's a badass. I guess she was more of a love interest, right? Who who was into her? The Red Ranger? Guy? Oh, no. She Tom, was Tommy, right? Tommy's Tommy. Right. 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 So Tommy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had a whole Tommy's thing. love interest. Well, she was like the popular girl. She was the popular girl, yeah. yeah. Popular girl. She's like the Buffy Trini of the, the Power Rangers. Trini was the rebel and like... Quiet. Yeah. She was quiet too. It's been she? so many years. I can't remember yeah, this show. Okay. That show. It's been like 25 do you, do you ever go to, uh Do you ever go to Power Morphicon? Yeah, I was there at the last one. And nice. I w- would be there at the next one if right. if it happens in August <laughs> going into yeah. September. I, I don't know. Oh, I hope yeah. so. I would love for it to happen. So right. people keep wanting me to show up in a putty putty controller costume. And I'm like, That'd be dope. If, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've actually, during this pandemic, I've actually actually been working out a lot i've dropped a bunch of weight right. so. wow good, good for you, you. Nice. Um, but That's like the last us. one when uh <laughs> the last one came around i was looking at myself i'm like i am not putting on that spandex <laughs> there's no way it's basically you still, like have the mask and stuff too um no but i know who does i have a i have a uh i have a recreation one that somebody made for me oh cool very so, cool um, it, but, it's basically a onesie or a zentai suit right yeah basically so um because there was there's the original ones, uh, and then there was the Z putties later, which were more right. just like a lighter, thinner spandex kind of thing. Wow. So the original ones were I don't know they came from Japan, and nobody knows what that fabric is. Some kind of, <laughs> it was it, had, it did not breathe. There was no you know it was terrible. So, but uh, but I know who has the original masks, and if I was oh, going nice. to show up at Power Morphicon, I could get one mm-hmm. from him. So, <laughs> so. So what is this about like an alternative free comic book day? Oh, um, so this weekend on Friday and Saturday, my friend Russell Nolte and I are doing basically like this, like an online Mm -hmm. um, sort of free comic book day thing. So there's a bunch of creators that are giving away comics through the Facebook page. Oh, Um, so they're giving away free downloads. Can we post a link? Yeah, and I'm giving a... Yeah, absolutely. So um, it's the Alt Free Comic Book Day page um, on Facebook. 
And wow. I'm going to be giving away uh, the issue one of my new Grimstown Terror Tales. Oh my god! Published with Storm King. Oh, sweet. Uh, Yay! Storm King being John Carpenter and Sandy King's company. Oh so, my god! And then we're going to have we're going to do a bunch of panels of basically like this, and we got like Kevin Eastman. <gasps> no way! Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Your voice just cracked. <laughs> Earl's yeah, voice. Just like, you just said Earl through puberty. That was such a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you experience puberty again? Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin, of course, was Ninja Turtles, man. Bring, turtles. bring all your oh, turtle comic books, man. But he, that is he, also a has a, he also has a new. Uh, he also has a new comic series coming out called uh, Oh, uh, Drawing Blood. Drawing Blood. Yeah. Drawing yeah. Blood sounds yeah. appropriate for these times. Yeah. So he's gonna. Uh, they're going to be talking about that. And I guess they're going to be giving away the first issue of that, I think. Cool. So it's like, there's no, since there's no free comic day, we're like, well, how can we do something, you know? Because we were going to be doing, I was going to be at Golden Apple and, uh, oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. Uh, giving away copies of, you know, the Grimstown Terror Tales and signing them. Golden Apple makes a huge deal of, uh, free comic day. Oh, yeah. They make it like, they're, they're awesome. they make it a yeah. mini con. They take over a parking mm -hmm. lot and they bounce houses and barbecues and it's crazy so um, i mean it's a very busy intersection so yeah exactly so we decided me and my friend russell decided we're just like we should just do our own thing so we reached out to a bunch of our friends in comics and we're just like hey you want to be on this thing so we have a schedule posted uh i think it's on the website actually it's a uh, alt free comic day uh alt fcd all one word. Dot com. Uh, dot com. Yeah. And that should take LCD dot com. Cool. No, uh, FCD, like free comic. Day. F. Yeah. Yeah. Alt FCD. Yeah. Um, we have a. Oh, go ahead, Earl. Uh, we have a question from the chat. Uh, do you travel to cons in uh, NorCal at all? Uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, I go to cons everywhere. So, I would have <laughs> been in. I would have been in Emerald City in Seattle like a couple months ago. I hopefully will be up at Road City. What cons are up Northern California right now? Um. Sack Sack Anime. Oh, Sack Anime, yeah. Silicon so, uh, Silicon. Oh, Silicon Valley. I do that every year. So that's a great con. So and now, um, what's his name? Uh, Mythbusters. Adam Savage is now involved in that. That's so, so cool that he, he does all Santa's. that stuff. Oh no, that's an anime con. <laughs> you remember, what, you remember oh, when yeah. WonderCon used to be up in the Bay? Yeah, it used to be. It up was. In, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was at Moscone Center yeah. in San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yep. And until it moved down here and into Anaheim. So. And then never left. Yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, it's just going to be one year. And everybody's like, yeah, I don't <laughs> <No>. think so. <laughs> They're going to stay there forever. So. Well, this is cool. Paste this into the okay. chat. Yeah. Yay. Oh, oh there's the links. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just put the links in the chat. Cool. Very cool. Uh, so that's this coming weekend, right? Yeah, it's Friday and Saturday. We're starting Friday at, I think, 10. And then going awesome. to like 3 or 4. And then Saturday, we're starting at 9 with Kevin Eastman. Um, okay. Marv, I think Marv Wolfman's on with us Friday at noon. We nice. also have Sandy King Carpenter, which is, uh, she's uh, the owner of Storm King Comics. She's married to John Carpenter. So yeah, she's yeah. produced nice. a bunch of cool horror movies. They live. Like, <laughs> sign, my, oh. sign my Kindle, please. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> she's going to be on with on us. Yeah. yeah, we got a bunch of cool people that are going to be on there. It's going to be really fun. So awesome. but it's going to be focused around like the process. So it's like the, right. the first stuff will be like, you know, brainstorming story ideas and then like scripting and then working with artists. And uh, I think we have one of the top people from Kickstarter is going to be on there oh, doing a cool. panel yeah doing a panel talking about kickstarter and so um yeah it's gonna be awesome so i'm so. so glad that like everybody everybody seems to be uh trying to find like pretty cool alternates to you know yeah exactly um existing um events that had to be canceled or and uh, yeah. you know postponed and stuff yeah there's a lot of online cons popping up now so yeah, yeah. The show must go on the world keeps spinning we just got <laughs> to do, do it like this now so hey, hey, you know, i just said a question going back to yeah. something you were saying earlier about yeah. you know now writing for because some you know you work for someone or a company now i'm just wondering like is it like in the movies when they're you know when they have their editors calling you like hey where's my uh, 100 pages da, da, da. oh man me and jen know all about that <laughs> me, and, <laughs> me and caitlin have been working on a graphic a graphic novel, novel well. series uh, yeah. nice so um, female superheroine is extremely nice. stressful <laughs> right. yeah no no when i um 
when I get, it's interesting because when I got hired and I was writing those Power Ranger books for Penguin books. Oh, um, for Penguin? Yeah. Nice. As soon as like, like we went through the outline phase, they approved the outline. And once the outline was approved and they went to draft, that was the last thing I heard from my editor until the day I turned it in. <laughs> so they, they assume once they clear you, like they assume you're a professional, you're going to do your work and you're going to turn it in. Like if I right. had emailed him and needed something, then, you know, I would have got a response, but basically it's like, they're like, okay, you're good. Go, go do your writing and they leave you alone. So I guess there's pros and cons to that. Right. In the sense they give you freedom to do whatever. Well, I mean, but then also, but if it's not very good and they're like, yeah, we'll just print it. And you're like, well, I mean, I, mean, I, well, I guess unless you're like George R. Martin, right? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, that, they, approve I guess the out, they approve the outline, so they already know the story oh, you're going to be turning in. Like, it's a chapter by chapter outline. Like, so, that's you know, true. so like these books have 30, you know, the Power Ranger books are 30 chapters each. So it's like yeah. 30 chapter breakdown. Chapters. So they know exactly what I'm going to be giving them. They just, hmm. you know, they just assume you know what you're talking about <laughs> or you're doing. So if you're somebody who's very good at getting your homework done in school and all that stuff, which I was not in high school, but then I got better right. in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was terrible in high school and got better in college. So, I mean, so it's like, if you're not good at getting your stuff turned in and like being self-motivated and Ooh. setting schedules and, you know, yeah, hitting yeah. a deadline, because if you don't hit your deadline, you're screwed. Like, they'll never work right with you now. again. They won't work with you again. So, um, and as I said, like, if you had like a B list author or B level writer that always hit their deadline and an A level writer that always screwed up and didn't hit their deadline, the B, B level writer would always get hired over the A level writer. So, because the best it, thing right? you can do for, yeah, the best thing you can do for your editor is turn your stuff in on time. So. Gotcha. Lesson learned for all that you is writers the number one lesson. Noted. Always turn your stuff in on time and you will get hired. <laughs> Um, well, so well, Leo, well. this is just a question for me. Yeah. Um, which one of uh, uh, the the companions of the lance? Which one? Who are you? Who's oh my person? gosh! Oh, here we go! <laughs> wow! Be prepared, y'all. Oh We're gonna talk dragons. Are we going We're all the way back? Ready. I literally remember. We do have to talk about Penny Dreadful. Oh yeah, yeah. Before just, the just hour is up. Just, so uh, dragons of from all the way to dragons of autumn twilight, like from the oh, original. Yeah. At the la end of the last home, we're going. We're going back over twenty years in time in my head. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's like uh, yesterday to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> You're killing me, man. <laughs> it's all good. Can we do that later? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you kind of just sprang that on him, Earl. He wasn't ready. Oh, no. he, he wasn't ready. Yeah. No, it's all right. It's a very multi-layered question. Earl's like surprise attack. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> I get excited when somebody mentions Dragonlance. Uh, so. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about that later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. When, uh, when the, you know, you off camera. Later. Off camera, yeah. Awesome. Um, so Penny uh, so, Dreadful. Yeah. Penny Dreadful. <laughs> yeah, moving on to Penny Dreadful. Wow. Uh, so <laughs> that first episode just dropped. We we watched it um Well, we didn't just, just watch it, did uh, we? we? No, yeah. We, something we, special, yeah. right? Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I'm like taking over. We we we, we shot a reaction say. video, so oh, right we, uh, yeah. yeah. So that'll be out uh, sometime soon. Right but um, yeah, what did everybody think in general? First impressions. So like the original Penny Dreadful was like Victorian England, right? Had mm -hmm. Ava Green, mm -hmm. had those supernatural elements, had like mythical elements where you see like Frankenstein, Frankenstein's creature, yada, yada, you know? And it felt very like a contained mythical world in and of itself. Right. So now it's like set in Los Angeles, right? Cause it's like Penny Dreadful, City of Angels. And so I was really curious because for one, like they're gonna delve into like, um, Mexican gods and goddesses I'm hoping you know eventually right. they'll, they'll get into that because there's different forms of mythology um I wonder also if the maybe American... the native peoples that would be great yeah that would stuff. be cool yeah, yeah, yeah. really so, know stuff yeah yeah maybe some stuff that's like lesser known to an American audience because usually we read so much about European mythology right. Right. so yeah I'm just I'm just gonna throw that down and then what did you guys think I I thought it was um okay so my take from all of this, number one, is I highly enjoyed watching that episode with all of you. I like, yeah. I really liked hearing people's comments and reactions. Mm -hmm. um, 
it it was nice because certain things would happen and then you guys would kind of echo what I was already thinking in my yeah. head. <laughs> you know? So I was like, all right, I'm not the only one who was bothered by this. Mm -hmm. But for what it was worth, I actually had a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I like the world that they're setting us up with. My gripe, my main gripe, which is kind of a minor one, is that it feels to me nothing like the original Penny Dreadful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Don't know why yeah. they needed to even call this Penny Dreadful. They should have just made their own show, you know? Yeah. It's almost like they were using the name Penny Dreadful just to, to get add, followers. Base, Agreed. Yeah, right. And I don't like when people do that. I guess I get it, but it just didn't have the original flavor of Penny Dreadful in any shape. Form for me. I'm hoping it, there's going to be some kind of connection later on. That would be yeah, nice. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I'm going to give it a chance that there is, we'll see the connection later. Mm. And I think that it's Penny Dreadful in a sense because the original Penny Dreadful, Penny Dreadful is based on like these, uh, like magazines, like dime store yeah. novels, dime store yeah. novels that the they published, like yeah, yeah of, of monsters and mm -hmm. to scare you. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's what that's what they're going with here because it's the the monster folklore that natives. Uh, American Native Americans and the sure. Mayans and Aztecs, like that makes sense. On, yeah, that makes sense. Um, through the years, and I'm hoping that's what we're gonna discover are these like Native uh, folklore and Mayan and Aztec uh, gods. Um, you bring up a good point, Walter, because I also asked myself, is it really that there's no similar tone or connection here, or is it just that I am not used to seeing stories? featuring a largely Mexican cast with Mexican mythos and character, uh, like gods and goddesses. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I don't think... equate that with the feeling of Victorian era type stories. Mm -hmm. So Correct. maybe it's fine that it doesn't feel the same, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. well, and then we're all used, sorry, go ahead, Earl. Well, I, I also think that um, uh, that's partially due to um, we don't see any connection from uh, to actual characters from the you know the original mm, series. That's that too. But, yeah, that's uh, except I, for I, Frankenstein. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, I just um, uh, I just but, thought of that too. I was like, what if the, what connection, if the connection is that really is Frankenstein's monster? He's still right. alive. He became, right. and he, oh, like, he became German. And he became German. German. Well, German. German. Frankenstein like, is German. See? That's what I was thinking. I was like literally just my became head, like, like a Nazi. Yeah. So I mean, he's just, he could have been a self because Frankenstein, I think, originally was uh, supposed to be a Jewish character, like some scientist, and right. like no, I think he was he was Swiss. If I'm not mistaken, because I, the, I definitely the remember them going Percy to like the Shelley. Swiss Alps. Yeah, like in the right. original one. So because they go to the but, North Pole afterwards. Yes. So, but yeah. in Penny Dreadful in the show, it was played by an English guy. He's British. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? They, I mean, they well, put well, I English this. actors in every European role. I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, you're oh every American role. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Neo, what did you think about that first episode? I mean, it was. There was so much setup in there. It felt like right. There was a lot of setup. Front loading all the setup, and I hope that's what's happening. Mm. So right. that's why it felt so we like can actually it was just like, like moving a little slow because we were right. spending a lot of time getting to know those characters and like mm -hmm. we're like dropping in all this uh, this interesting like Mexican folklore around Day of the Dead and these different mm. pagan gods yeah. and such and then Santa and then Nazis you know taking over LA in 1938 or trying to take over LA in 1938. So I mean I think with Nazis especially yeah. you know there's so much weird stuff and like Nazi like that happened within the Nazis all these oh, yeah. experiments they were Eugenic doing stuff all like, this uh, weird science they were doing body splicing time. yeah oh, just God. all sorts of crazy shit so I mean body the splicing. Nazis could end up having their yeah. own they were doing hereditary things like oh, genetic yeah. race superiority yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly but these Way are before, so yeah. yeah and in 1938 the like I was reading a little bit like these are kind of based on uh, factual or inspired by true events that there were uh, party groups that would pro you know like exactly right. what they're doing like try to stop America or convince Americans that they're we shouldn't be involved in World War II or not get involved yeah in yeah there's a lot there's of like, infiltration and going right. on in the United mm -hmm. States so there's still like uh, existing if I can if I remember correctly like uh, propaganda like American um, films that um, speak against all that stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. The so they're saying, uh, like, let's just let them all kill each other and we're not going to get involved or? Oh, no, well, uh, more so like campaigning against that movement. Right. 
Yeah, like there's Against some the you can find on movement? you can find on YouTube Against, uh, some like, old nineteen uh, thirties and forties like mm-hmm. um, anti uh, fascism. Yeah, uh, right. It's basically PSA. American PSAs. Gotcha. Yeah, the old reels, right? And bigotry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were so influential, and they were like, they were uh, like kind of seditious and like uh, in American society. Mm. Like or insidious, I guess is the word. Yeah, I mean, even Disney was making like anti-Nazi propaganda. They animation. were, yeah. Was, yeah, you know, like a Donald Duck cartoon that was like anti-Nazis, you know. Mm. So yeah. pay your taxes to destroy the axes and all sorts of stuff, yeah. you know. Your taxes like, to destroy the axes. Yeah, so wow. you could look that up and see that's a cool cartoon. So like, because I know Dr. Seuss was like anti-Japanese Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my whole childhood oh, is just yeah. destroyed yeah. right now. I did not know that. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, he a, was very uh, racist uh, again. He was racist. very annoyed the, uh, against political Americans. Uh, uh, they should all be sent to concentration camps because uh, they're all spying um, uh, on us for the enemy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, which is oh. not to get any more interesting U.S. history too. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, as as we were watching that uh, in Penny Dreadful, I just thought how interesting it was because, like, you literally it remain it reminded me of the U.S. Seditious Act and all that stuff. Like, where right. Japanese right. Americans without proof were interned, mm-hmm. whereas you had German Americans who were actually doing stuff. Like, some were interned, uh, but not. To the size of Japanese Americans, right? Not Some to of them the were actually right, and not to right, the, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. They were actually um, given trial or investigated. Where yeah. Japanese mm-hmm. Americans were like, nope, just send them away. Yeah, go in there. Yeah. And we'll take yeah. everything you have. So, uh, yeah. Neo, we one of the things when we were watching it, we were trying to figure out what exactly Natalie Dormer is. Is, is. yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. What, like what do you the entity of Natalie Dormer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. I mean, she's just like they're like, I'm here to spread chaos or something. Is I don't. She, know. Uh, I mean, she's obviously some kind of a supernatural being. Yeah, like I said she, that she was she a like, sister of. Yeah, she is sister chaos. of the. Who is that lady Santa with the Muerte? Santa Muerte? Yeah. So, so that's Santa Muerte. She's like the yeah. goddess of death. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, or like a saint. Like in- yeah she brings souls to the afterlife yeah gotcha like lucifer and dracula again Mm. spoiler i know (laughs) i haven't seen it i I mean if you haven't seen the original penny dreadful that's on you no i mean i've seen it i haven't seen a lot i just haven't seen seen all of it it. (laughs) i haven't seen all of it walter (laughs) yeah but by season two they're already talking about it yeah. Right, I know. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, I have I didn't get to season yeah, two. So. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. I, <laughs> I at this guys. point, I'm just like wondering about like the moral alignments of right. like, Santa Muerte and like also uh, the lady who Natalie Dormer plays, who we don't even know by name, right? No, we don't no, even know no. her name. We just she's know that she shapeshifts. Yeah, she's a scroll. I wonder uh, absorbs <laughs> children into her tummy. I wonder if I, IMDb names her character. I hope well, it's, it's it's on there. What is it? Oh well, her um, name's Magda. Oh, that's yeah, right. Like, we talked about this. Oh, characters, yeah. yeah. See, I, I I made the mistake of doing that watching Watchmen. I looked up the uh, cast. Saw, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they put Spoilers. the reveal on the IMDb page, and I was like, yeah. "Why would you do this?" Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. it's a deification of like Mary Magdalene or something, Maybe. because a lot of yeah. these things are kind of uh, tr- entrenched in yeah. Catholicism, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, the mom was praying to kind of like those saints. Yeah, yeah. Right, well, the, yeah, amongst other like, things, like the occult kind of occult type stuff, Santa Maria, Santa Maria, Santa Maria, Santa Maria, Santana. I mean, it seemed like a big setup episode, and I really hope it's gonna pick up a little bit. But I'm sure. Well, yeah, I'm sure it will. I mean, there the, is end, some the end was pretty crazy. He so. shoots the guy in the head. I know. I was like, did you have to shoot him in the head? I know. Oh, sorry. Who hasn't seen it yet? Somebody <laughs> apparently gets shot in the head at the end. No, oh, I've seen no, it. Sorry. 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 No, I oh my god, spoilers. It, just, uh, not everybody probably else yet. <laughs> Sorry, guys. What oh, do you no. think about all her accents? Natalie Dormer's uh, or Dormer's accent. Uh yeah. She had like 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it kind of it kind of changed, didn't it? She had like three accents. Like <laughs> she had her normal American, one. Right. Uh, there's the American one, like British, and then there was German the and German American. one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's quite a lot to do in just one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, Hats right. off to her. Good diverse acting skill there. Yeah. So. so, which one did you like the most, Neo? That's, I guess, my ask, what I'm asking. <laughs> What'd you think of them? Um, I mean, I guess they were all good. <laughs> Judge her now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I liked her American accent. Want? I don't know. It I was, thought it was the most interesting. It was, very, it was fun. Yeah. It was this very dated sounding accent. Um, right. I don't know if it's a bit of like... Uh, yeah, because... Uh, Catherine Hepburn in there or something. Right. Transatlantic. Kind Transatlantic, of yeah. yeah. That old Hollywood, LA, 1930s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And for the people, like when we do put out our reaction videos to Penny Dreadful, uh, City of Los Angeles, you, or City of Angels, you'll see our reaction to all her accents and other <laughs> accents about the show. We yeah. comment on every single one. Now we I gotta go back through and rewatch yeah. it to see that. I like to actually pay attention yeah. to that. So. I will say her American character was my favorite. and I liked it too. too, yeah. It, it was just kind of cool. What it, was interesting to me too, uh, sorry, Jen, go ahead. Because oh, I'm going to totally say, change subject. There is a... Um, I don't know if it's a loophole or like a story plot hole or something that I'm just wondering about, Mm -hmm. but like there's two different ways we've seen her influence people. And one is just by straight up whispering and they just do it. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. Is just like, she like embodies herself as a human being and enters into a person's life to what slowly win over. Right. You know? So maybe like one is like impulse, like inspiration. And another is like, direct influence well the the part that kind of concerned me there was um who knows i i hope they don't run into like plot holes by making this character op because she literally just had to whisper into someone's ear to start this thing so i'm like why don't you always just whisper right that that's what that's why i was like "Mm." i was like Uh, careful careful with that rules about that because like those rules were weird yeah perched they were already perched on top of that uh impulse and she just kind of tipped them over the edge but was she was she invisible could everybody i think she was walking I think she was invisible. Yeah, but then weird. why not? In her black leather. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why it's always like, be careful when you mix like gods with mortals because stuff like that happens right. and then it yeah. just becomes a little less believable and i yeah and i feel like that's it's a cheat like it's a it's a total cheat yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a deus ex machina yeah. actually yeah. if you think about it <laughs> yeah they did it for like. show though, because it's kind of impressive at the end. It's like sending all your Dothraki out yeah. into the night. It looks fucking cool. We have the budget. Yeah. Like, all right. Why did we do that? Well, right. okay. So the I only own up to it. The only yes. way I could see this maybe God making sense it. is if uh she, she she can only do certain powerful acts at a certain time or if she has enough power or energy or something. You, you see mean, what I like mean? Spawn? <laughs> like spawn? Uh, well, there needs to be something timer. set in exactly. place so that um, she's not that powered. Right, all there has the to be some kind of limit. There has to be some kind of limit, limitation. Right. Um, otherwise, yeah. So I will be I interested mean, yeah. to see how they work with that. I wonder if like she does this only for the short game and then like the, the physical influence, like being actual people is for the long game. Yeah, right. like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, about, I, I don't know. Like I don't know. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll I don't. See. I don't. I, I feel like yeah, it's one episode. Yeah. Uh, I think the show has a lot of promise I agree. so far. Yeah, right. and um, yeah, I think it's going to be an entertaining watch at least. Yeah, I just um, hope the pace picks up a little. It felt a little right. slow at some points. We were just like, can we a little get repetitive. I can see that. Yeah. 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 I was saying that like it felt very meandery. Like there was all this shit they were just trying to cover in the beginning, and then mm-hmm. it came to a head. Yeah. Um, uh, Rodney. So are we? Uh, what are we? Are we going into the, our next section, or are we wrapping? Yeah. Let's go into the next section, and then yeah. Okay. I was just saying, you know, move on to the next section. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Just wrap the fuck up. Shut up. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know whether they're going to drop the rest of the episodes on YouTube, but like, we'll find a way to watch it. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> our next section, next thing we're going to talk about is what is the first video game you fell in love with? Yes. Oh, first video game. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. 
Does anyone have one that just... I, I will go. I will go. Yeah. So you all think I'm going to say Pokemon. But no, I, I didn't think you were going to say it. I didn't I think you were going to yeah. say that. Really? Dragon okay. Age Inquisition. That's the first game you played no. seriously, right? But um, No, I've played games seriously before, but the first game I ever loved, and I was surprised to find on Neo's uh, bio, actually, that you worked with Jumpstart. Yes. But I loved Jumpstart Adventures the third grade edition, Mystery oh. Mountain. <laughs> oh, wow. The thing oh, is, man. this this particular Jumpstart game got so pop popular that it's still being sold like 15 years later. Wow. Yeah. It, um, the thing is, I mean, it, it had this like futuristic kind of sci-fi, um, you know, super narrative about like you play as this robot who's basically defying your master's daughter who is like, you know, this kind of... Um, you know, fascistic ruler of like her father's mansion, which contains all these like scientific discoveries and secrets. And you're basically trying to like, um, I don't know, create portals to like bring robots back to the present and avert disaster or whatever. Robots. But you're doing this. Robots. <laughs> robots. Robots. But, um, in the meantime, you know, it is meant to be like an educational game. So you do everything from like multiplication tables to learning about the biospheres of wow. the earth to That's like insane. studying astrology to like, you know, doing logic puzzles. And it was insanely difficult. I was only like six and a half, seven at the time. I'm sorry, I'm giving away my age. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, I can take on third grade. I know how to read third grade books. And then I was really stumped. And it was the first time I had played a game and I rose up to the challenge. Cause like every game has its like threshold of challenge. You know what I mean? And mm. when you can finally get over that arc of the challenge, you feel like this surge of accomplishment that you can't get anywhere else. That's my personal take. So here's mine. That's cool. well, so what was the name of it? It's Jumpstart Jump Adventures. Jumpstart Adventures. Third, Third grade. grade. Third Mystery grade Mountain. Edition. It's called Mystery Mountain. Wow. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> it's very specific. Kind of cute. Oh. <laughs> Learning about the biosphere. <laughs> it was really cool. Define falling in love. Like where you're just like, right. I'm obsessed with this game. I, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, I, I can't remember what came I think the game that I was really just like really, really into was the game Bust a Groove on the original <laughs> PlayStation. Right. Yeah. Nice. yeah. And it was, this is before I think even like DDR came out. You just yeah. had to use the controller. Yeah. And I used to, I used to count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, because I, I wanted everything to match up. <laughs> and the songs were really catchy back in the kind of late nineties. There was a, there was a, a reinterest in all things seventies music like mm -hmm. disco and you know flared pants um uh, don't remind yeah, me bell bottoms. <laughs> the bell bottoms yeah um but then aside from that i started really getting into um zelda ocarina of time oh yes mm -hmm. um but i started getting into late because that came out in like 98 but it wasn't until a few years later where i really just started reading through my like i had a nintendo power special zelda edition Right. That unlocked all the secrets for um, Ocarina of Time. And so I would play it and I learned a lot of the songs on the piano. Nice. And um, duh, duh, duh. yeah. Oh, all of them. All of them. I was yeah. like playing them on the piano. And then I wanted to have an Ocarina so I could play the Ocarina. <laughs> Make it oh literally God. rain. Nice. Oh. Can you play Song of Storms? Uh, I don't know. I would need the notes for it. Do, 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 you guys were nerds. Oh, <laughs> what is happening? Can I open up a portal and get sucked? Yeah, through? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, had a big cr fat crush on Link. Oh God, uh, who did it? I, did I, it. I, yeah. Oh, you too. Y'all too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I had a big fat the hero crush of on time. Link. Yeah, but Zero especially time. when he ate, because in that one he, he ages up, up, right? Yeah, to right. like seventeen. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of like a Hercules. He was seventeen. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh my god, right, Link, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, really Link, late. you're doing it for yeah. me. Yes, uh, very much into. You want to go first, or you want me? Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say another Zelda game, but 
the first my yeah the first uh game the I really really no it was actually zelda 3 a link to the past oh yeah oh, okay. yeah it was the last like you know overhead one um before uh ocarina of time was one on the super nes but i played that game um gosh it must have been like 15 times or you know wow i played it a lot because i would change I did really weird things. Like I would change my name just so it said like funny things. Um, <laughs> I, would play, I would replay the game just to see that. And, uh, um, but yeah, I, I played it on uh, SNES and it came out on GBA. I have that version. I have it on my phone. That's how much I. <laughs> wow. Is that the one that goes? Well, that's the overture. That's the, the original. Yeah. Team. yeah. Oh, okay. Never um, mind. It's one that goes. Dun, dun, uh, dun, dun. It's dun, similar dun. to that. Yeah, dun, dun. it's but it, like that. Yeah, <laughs> just two notes. That's <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Got the it. Jaws theme. It has this really grandiose opening. Oh really? Which is basically what's happening in Florida right now. People go around the beach, going like, "We don't care about sharks." Yeah, it's all fine. Yeah, everything is fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. Linked. Yeah. Was that on the Nintendo? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Okay. Super Nintendo. Yeah. And then GBA. Yes. And then they had a port for, I think it was on Virtual Console. And mm, now, uh, yeah. now I have it on emulator on my phone. Nice. Uh, but the, uh, I remember I discovered something and I thought it was like super cool, but like apparently somebody had already, already discovered it. But if you keep on, um, if you keep on fucking with the cuckoos, uh, the uh, the chickens, mm -hmm. uh, if you screw them enough, like this entire flock of them comes down until <laughs> you're dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll yeah. happen in, uh, in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, the chickens yeah it happens there. in Ocarina too. Yeah, yeah well. you just keep kicking oh them. Yeah. Right. Warm I forgot you. about that. Yeah. Good times, y'all. Good wow. times. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What a yeah. time to be alive. What a go, time. Go to ahead, be alive. Neo. Since you you said you're gonna do a Zelda title. Oh, for me it was the original Zelda. Nice. So. That one's da -na, da -na, da -na, yeah. yeah, the original Zelda, and then the original Metroid. Oh, dude. Oh. That Those game is the, the shit. Time. Yeah. And, and Justin original, Bailey. Like, yeah. So it was like those two games played so freaking much. It was ridiculous. Oh, here it comes. So, oh, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. Hey. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Don't mind me. <laughs> he's like, not fucking never mind. Oh, no. He's just, okay. He's just, he's just like waiting. We thought you were going to give us a concert. Yeah, there. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> got excited. A build-up. <laughs> uh, for there. That's really high. There you go. Wow! Nice. We should do a video of this. Yeah. Like everyone play on an instrument or something. Nice. Do a well, band compilation video of a singing yes! song. And then band geekery. Band geekery, it's happening oh, in quarantine, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my video game that I fell in love with, I probably have to say, uh, I know I think we talked about it last time. I said Carmen in San Diego, but um, oh. it's so Carmen fun. Not to date myself, fun. but it's, it's a game that came out. I, I love playing it when, it when Wait, it very what, first came out. What was it called? Shoots and Ladders. Oh, Shoots no, and Ladders. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> is that a tabletop game? When it first came out. I, it's, it's, that's it's, old. I had to see when I was born, it was called a cup and ball. I was going to say, that's just old. Yeah. All in a cup. So what is really the game? Uh, what is the actual Super Mario. game? Uh, original like, Super Mario? The original? original Super Mario, yeah. yeah nice. just like, I actually have that, yeah. I, I, I played it first. I, yeah, I put in a lot You're of old. time into that. Yeah, Hello? I was already graduating college when I yeah, Super man, Mario came out. Yeah, man, that's Holy shit. Right, to those of you I who are like a that age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, old, man. People in chat are saying they loved Star Fox 64. Yeah, Star oh, Fox. Fox is the oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Mario 3 is, oh, Mario 3 is my yeah, favorite Mario, Mario game. Mario 3 is the best, man. Yeah. Nice. That and um, I actually really love Super Mario World. Do a barrel roll. Mm -hmm. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. <laughs> I actually had a Yoshi game that I really liked. You guys remember Yoshi's Yoshi Island? Island? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god! Sorry, was that loud? Okay. Jeez. Did you guys <laughs> play Yoshi's Island? Oh, Yoshi. I have it on this computer right now. Oh my god! Oh. Baby Yoshi's. 
Yeah. That was really like fun. <laughs> oh my uh, goodness. Aaron Nibis in chat. First game I was uh, totally obsessed with was uh, Street Fighter 2 uh, Arcade. Nice. Yeah, that was a great Ooh, one. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, I remember when Street Fighter 1 came out. Uh, dude, like, yeah. Oh, when it was really? just Ken and Ryu. Yeah, and it was just like, and it was so hard to bust a, a fireball or, or a short you can it was so hard to do those yeah yeah and i just remember playing that in like uh in feo shorts in san francisco growing up feo shorts. shorts i haven't heard of that in many years yeah like my friend was playing ken and he does a high kick and i go low and just punch him right in the crotch <laughs> we like, oh, like, damn. crotch punch that's crotch an actual punch. move crotch oh, punch, oh, crotch oh. punch. Oh. <laughs> master shake 2003 man dulcim was my dude dulcim uh, dulcim yeah contra contra yeah my, play, my yeah. other one that i really loved back in the day and this is kind of a weird one is um Maniac Mansion. I don't know if anybody remembers that. I remember that. Yeah, Maniac yeah. Mansion. Oh, I don't know. It was like I like a giant puzzle game. Uh, yeah. I don't know that one. I would have loved that really shit. Puzzle, but, yeah. I don't like puzzles. Multiple endings. I love puzzles. They make stuff. me. Oh, okay. We're going on too long. Now. Multiple <laughs> endings and like it was not really a puzzle game. It was kind of like uh, King's Quest ish more. So. Oh. But, yeah. But it was just like I like Mischief Makers. I don't know if you guys ever played Mischief know, Makers. It was an N sixty four game. Oh, was it N sixty four? Maybe not. Matt Did you go? No, it wasn't N64. No. Did you guys ever play like floppy disk games? Like I remember. Hell yes. Like sort of Winter like, Olympics, where you like jump yeah. off on skis yeah. and yeah. then land. Like Apple Two GS. I was playing yeah. on those. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And World of Zine. That's yeah. a, that's a that's an old school one. Oh, old school yeah. RPG. And or Oregon Quest. Uh, Oregon Quest. Oregon Quest. Yeah. Oregon Quest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Altered Beast, Beast was one of my Altered favorites. Beast. Altered love, Beast, yeah. I love Morgan going to my friend's house for that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> real, real quick. This could go on forever. Yeah. Quick, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is definitely going to date me. I actually played the original Castle Wolfenstein. Or Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. Wolfenstein. 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 On, no, on, yeah, on, on, on an Apple 2C. Nice. An so Apple two C. Yeah. Not even a two G, a two C. I don't think you're even born yet. <laughs> yeah. That's Aww. definitely aging me. But I yeah. may have not have been born. What's an Apple two C? That was like the original the Apple first, computer. The yeah. first, like, yeah. Yeah. The second oh. Apple computer. Oh. An Apple computer ever made. Nineteen eighty. Oh, Apple two C. Like somebody just dated the Eighties. <laughs> early eighties. Very early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Like. It was like, like late seventies, early eighties. Like, yeah. This small. It's all the like Steve Jobs big. documentary. <laughs> big five and a half, five and a quarter discs. I was already anyway. using it. Yeah. It was freshman college. Yeah, I was already using it. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> Uh, I could talk about video games forever, but like, um, unfortunately, uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, just want to uh, give a shout out and thanks to Neo, uh, Neo Edmund, for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks so super much. Super interesting conversation. Thank you, Neo. Thank you, Neo. You guys are super fun. Dude, uh, yeah. This was this was a fun episode. Yes. <laughs> I mean, all our episodes are amazing and fun. God. But yeah. this one in particular. <laughs> this one in particular. <laughs> amazing. Much more fun. Oh, you're killing me. <laughs> uh, just a quick shout out to this chat. episode is much more fun. Everybody I see in chat, Master Shake, 2003, Gabriel Bosco, Technicality. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Oddball, uh, Kuda Marler, all you guys, thank you. Gabriel Bosco, thank you so much for being here. Uh, come join us again next week, same time, Mondays at 8 p.m. Uh, hit us up on all the socials at Pangeekery. That's P-A-N-G-E-E-K-E-R-Y. Uh, and we will see you all. Read his books, guys.